Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN, that's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Nordall's YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN, that's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Nordall's YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. That's rather Cavalier, Cleveland Cavalier podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. Back in the building after the 2024 All-Star break. Cavs first game back tonight. I'll take a 116-109 loss at home against the Orlando Magic. Game relatively even. Even Cleveland caught shot 56% from the field to Orlando's 51. Orlando hit 14 three-pointers to Cleveland's 10. Uh, tough game. They let uh, big big brother Wagner get off. He scored 22. The Cavs were without Donovan Mitchell, so that's always a tough one. It was a tough game. It was 64-62 at halftime. Uh, like I said, Magic ended up winning 116-109. But, yeah, so I'm one of your hosts, Tate. And back in the building also, along with the That's Right, the Cavalier Cop podcast, the little fella, little nephew, Relly, what's happening, man? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. It's great to be back on here again. You know, you know, we got the weight loss journey, so we've been we've been doing that too. And how, anybody, how, any going, other man? listeners, how's that going? Oh, it's been going good. It's been going. The honestly, the hardest part has not been the working out part. It's been the eating, <laughs> cutting off all like day. junk food and all that stuff. That's yeah, the hardest. Man. That was the hardest part this month. But I saved a lot of money this month, though. Yeah, not not eating out will save you a lot of money. You know, so what you (laughs) what you doing? You like doing meal prep and all that because they do say losing weight eighty percent is the food and twenty percent is the working out. But what you been doing, man? Yeah, I've been meal prepping. Honestly, I feel like uh, so Mondays typically I do like a like a small little fast even though I still drink water, peppermint stuff, just to make sure my, you know, I don't have like a dry mouth. And then um, the rest of the week, I just meal prep. So I know what my meals is looking like. I know what my snacks ratio is looking like. So I know I have an idea of what I'm eating. So every day is relatively the same thing. I might change something here and there just because I, I might be gosh out just a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's like I've been doing that for the past since middle of January to now. So, so far I've lost about eight pounds. So we've been doing pretty good. Okay. Eight pounds. That's good. When, when you good. started middle of January. 
Middle, yeah, mm-hmm, middle of January. Uh, middle of January was probably the roughest, just because it was like oh, you, you were just um, getting started. It's a difference. Uh huh. Getting started, and it was just like you know, you would think you wouldn't be that sore because I'm like I still kind of was playing basketball, but it was like it's a little different when you like really, really focus on like now you're all right, you working out, you running legitimately. So it was, yeah, that was rough. But now I'm, it's good. It's good now. Okay, well, well Rally, let's let's ask a question, man. About your uh-huh. about your about your uh weight loss journey, your dieting journey, your workout journey. You said this a lot of times, man, on the podcast. We've been here for about a year now, man. It'd be a year at the beginning of April, around playoff time, to be a year that that's rather cavalier has been break bringing you great cavalier content to all our listeners. But Rally, you talk about uh-huh. this all the time, man. You've been playing basketball, man, but the listeners want to know, really, can you hoop, man? Can you really hoop, bro? <laughs> yeah, I can hoop a little bit. You know, I can hoop a little bit, low key. You know, now, now, I've, I've, I have hooped against some people. Like, I got a friend right now. He's six eight. He actually played collegiately. Now, when we play against him, it's a little different because uh, that's that's a big that's a big strong boy. He's skilled. It's a little different. But if it's a regular, oh, he, he's, you know, he's you might have just played a little high school ball. Yeah, he's, he's, he's six, six eight. eight. How tall are you? Yeah, I'm like six feet even and some change. Would you six would, feet and some change? Would you say? Mm-hmm. Would you say your game is is a guard game or a forward game? You were you a two or a three or are you a one? You got that handle, really? Not really a dribbler, honestly. Because I'm more. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm not, I'm not even gonna fake like that. Because I've seen some guys who, I've seen some bigger guys who's like dribble did some crazy things with the basketball but i'm more like i'm i'm more like a hike i'm like isaac Okoro. that's the best way to explain that but i can oh, shoot man. a little bit better than him but i'm like ice i'm gonna be fair to oh, myself i'm like ice you a defender i could defend for sure i okay. definitely gotten a lot better though got a lot well, better let from... me <laughs> let me let me let me let me real quick tell about my game. And then when you then you transition perfectly into where we're going, man. My game, we talked about before. Cleveland's very own. You know who he is. You say he was used to used to run your uncles, man. Charles Oakley. Mm-hmm. I was a Charles Oakley type, man. I'm a I'm a football player, you know, uh by trait, playing on the offensive line right now. Today I'm not a hooper no more. Don't hoop. But I go about Six two, two sixty. Where I'm at now. Back then, I probably was around six foot six one. Probably got a little taller over all these years, but probably about about two thirty. You know, in high school, early college. But uh, yeah, man. You know, play defense, hit the open, the open jumper. You know, set picks. You know that that was my game. I, and then, I can handle the ball for a big guy, man. I mean, back in my day, they'd be like, man, that fat dude got some handles. You know what I mean? But I wasn't really fat, fat. I was just a big offensive line type, you know? But, you know, enough about us, Rally. Nice to hear about your weight loss journey, about everything that's going on with you. We are definitely glad you are back, man. I know over the holidays, we both was dealing with a little bit of illness. Things got slow. You know, me, you, and Big G maybe been here once or twice together, but as the season continues to, to wind down. We get ready for that playoff basketball. 
We're going to be, be here to bring you all the great Cleveland Cavalier content on That's Rather Cavalier. Rally, I said you segue great, man. Your boy Ice been balling, man. You have been a staunch, <laughs> a staunch defender of Isaac Okoro. I mean, I think he like your third favorite player behind John Disley, Kyrie, and it's Isaac Okoro. <laughs> I, I think that's how you go, man. I mean, to, in tonight's loss, he has 17 points, two rebounds, one assist, but he was seven and nine from the field. Two or four from three-point range. He has been starting to knock down that three-pointer, which is going to be critical. It's going to be even more critical as we go along into the playoffs because that's the first first thing teams are going to give the Cavs is make ice show that he can make that three-pointer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really, really like the way he's playing. As we said, tonight's game, no Donovan Mitchell, 116-109 loss. Uh, just a quick, quick rundown. Darius Garland, 18 points, two rebounds, 10 assists. So 18 and 10 for DG, three of five for three-point range. He had two steals. Jared Allen, another double-double, 18 and 10. Uh, six of 10 from the field, six of eight from the free throw line. Two, two steals, no blocks. Evan Mobley, 14 and eight, six assists. That's not a bad stat line. Give me two more boards, Evan. Get that double-double. Give me four more points, 18 and 10. Like Jared, I like that better. But six assists is great. Five and nine from the field. Uh, two blocks, two steals for Evan. He was uh, 0, 0 for 1 for three-point range. Max Struess contributed 18, four rebounds, six assists, seven and 10 from the field, one and three for three-point range. We already said your boy Ice had 17, two, and one assist. Uh, the bench, no big numbers on the bench. Karis LeVert had six points, two rebounds, two assists. Niang had nine points off the bench, one assist. He was two or three for three-point range. Dean Wade, three points, two rebounds. Sam Merrill uh, hit one four-point play, hit one three-pointer, was fouled on it, hit the free throw, four points, four assists. And that's pretty much the Cavs numbers. Craig Porter Jr. did get some tick, four minutes. Two points, one rebound, and that's it. So that's what the Cavs did tonight, really. We just finished watching the game a little bit. Matter of fact, the, the post game is, is on Valley Sports Ohio. I'm looking at AC uh, right now, Austin Carr, talking to us audience. I can't hear. Obviously, I got it muted because I'm talking to you guys. But, really, what do you think about the game, man? Yeah, so even starting with uh, Isaac, right, Um even though I know this part of it is a subject for another day, but the only problem I kind of had was the money, but that's just the, the finance in me, the, the stats, the numbers, but in terms of play, Isaac Curl is, he just looks a lot more comfortable, right? Um, he looks a lot more comfortable. He's starting to understand what he's going to have to do. Um, and a lot of you shoot, you've, you've said this time and time again, too. Like, it's not like Isaac Curl has to shoot better. Like, it's a must. It's a mandatory. Like, if you're going to be – like, he's a good defender, but at the same time, defense does so much in the playoff when you're going to see this team potentially seven times, right? So, it's like with Isaac Curl, he has to shoot. He has to be able to make mismatches harder for opposing teams' defenses and offenses, right? And then overall, right, the Cavs – you know, it's it's some things I like seeing tonight. It was some things I didn't. Um, to me personally, I do think the bench for the Cavs was a little 
Um, it was a little lackluster to me. Uh, I mean, and a lot of that has to do because Orlando, I think what Mo Wagner had, what, like a 20 piece, right? Um, he Man, was doing some Mo, damage Mo, off the bench. Mo Wagner ain't played like that since he played in Michigan. <laughs> but he, he, hey, he feel like he could do that against us. Which is weird, you know. You gonna have those type of nights too, which is why I'm not really tripping because it's like that's that's bound to happen, right? We just came off the All Star game. A lot of players that has no business doing this is gonna do that just because a lot of those talents is like shaking that off from going to Indiana, so they really are not playing that hard. I mean, that's the reason why Don didn't play tonight. That's why a lot of players was didn't play tonight. Um, but for me, right. First half was a little weird for me. Second half, they I thought they was getting it back, but they still was kind of shaky. But um, I'm not going to grade them too hard on this game. I want to see what the next three games is looking like. Um, the Cavs is what? Let's see. Are we still second seed in the East? Um, yeah, okay. So we still second seed in the East. So, I mean, we're still good. As long as we keep the pressure on, I'm, I'm excited to see what the Cavs is going to do going forward. Um, of course, we're going to have Don – for next game of course our bench is not going to play like that next game and then a lot of our starting lineups is going to play well so i'm not fearful like anybody that's tuned in today's podcast or watched tonight's game against the magics just understand the Cavs is okay don't panic this is not a game to panic this is just a game where they just had a little bit of rust after the all-star game and they're gonna figure it back out they got a lot of momentum so we're gonna be good we're gonna be good but how do you feel about tonight's game, Tate? Like, like I know, I know. Actually, we might even agree about tonight's game, honestly. But Uncle Tate, how you feeling, man? You you think it's some things that should be yeah, worrisome? Yeah, man. No, I don't think anything's worrisome. The Cavs dropped to thirty six and eighteen, still a game and a half ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks for second place in the East. Uh, they're seven games behind the Celtics, so I don't think the Celtics will get caught. But it's going to be a battle for that for home court advantage, two, three, four. Hopefully yeah. the, the Cavs can stay at two. They would play one of the winners of the playing playing games. I have and if they stay at two and they win they win in the first round, they guaranteed to have two two home court advantages in the first two rounds of the playoffs. So I don't think there's anything to worry about, but you don't want to drop games. You know what I mean? That makes the season series against the Orlando Magic two and two for the year. Uh, but I can't truly grade the Cavs accurately without Donovan Mitchell. I know they're much better with Don on the floor. DG, 18-10 look good, but Don is the man, man. Don is the man. We may need to change his name to, to, to Donald Man, not Donald Van. Donald Man. <laughs> because he is definitely the man. The Cavs, the Cavs click and tick better with him on the court. Uh, you know. I'm trying to think in the game. He just he just makes everybody better because of the attention he draws, man. I mean, mm-hmm. Darius Garland is a great passer, 10 assists again, but he doesn't command the attention and is not the force multiplier that Donovan Mitchell is. So, you know, when DG go to the floor, they say, all right, go on and try it with your, with your, with your little <laughs> self. Yeah. With your little self going to the basket. He either going to block it or – Make you throw over the bigs and kick it out. But when Donovan go to the hole, difference is Donovan has that pull-up game, shoot that floater, can get to the basket because he's so strong, 
Or if you're messing around, really, he might just catch a body. <laughs> yeah. And defenders yeah. know that. So, yeah, so we we, we missed our, our best player, probably top five player in the NBA thus far this year. So, you know, you can't grade him, grade him too hard on that when you're playing without your MVP yeah. candidate. And Orlando's a good team, a good playoff team. I felt mm-hmm. like a coaching move, and I don't know if it's coaching, I mean, because the matchups was tough, but I felt like JB maybe should have played ice on uh, – on um man, what's my man name from North Carolina? Anthony, call Anthony. Cause he was he was he was kind of torching us, really. <laughs> oh, 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 Cole was. Let me see what he finished with. Cole Anthony had uh off their bench 13 <laughs> points and six assists. And I thought because he had some big shots. I mean, other than that, Orlando Paulo only had 12 and six rebounds with four assists. He did hit the key three-pointer. He was 4-15 from the field. That's that's that defense. I mean, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, uh, looking at their stats. Wendell Carter had 12 points, only two rebounds. Nobody had double digits in rebounds. Uh, Mo Wagner led them with seven rebounds off the bench and led them in points with 22. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, man, it was a tough game, but I can't evaluate them on a, on a complete scale until they get Donovan back. Tomorrow might be right back at it, man. We play the Philadelphia 76ers. Hopefully Don is back. Then we play the Wizards uh, here in, in D.C. where I'm at on Sunday. And hopefully that should be a win. We should definitely beat the Wizards. But I, you can't yeah. say that. You can't say that in the NBA, man. But those are my thoughts on tonight's game. And what do we think? Hey, real quick, really, what we need to do is take a quick break. For everybody in our audience listening to audio, we got to hear a word from a few partners, and we'll be right back after this. And we're back on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm your boy, one of the hosts. Uh, aka Uncle Tate, and then of course, if I'm if we doing if we doing a Dolo podcast, me and the homie Rally, you know that's little nephew Rally back <laughs> in the building. You know, so yeah, Rally man, moving forward, we play the 76ers on tomorrow night, Friday night, nationally broadcast game. I believe that one is on ESPN. Let me uh let me just check it out to be certain. Tomorrow night, 7.30 ESPN. So we get the ESPN crew. We get to hear old Stephen A. talking all this stuff. <laughs> Mike Wilbon will be on there. Maybe Big Perk. You know, we'll see tomorrow night. But, yeah, 7.30 ESPN. So, I mean, I hope we look good tomorrow night, man, in a in a, in a, in a big high-profile game, a primetime game on the ESPN network, man. Um, hopefully Donovan is back. Had some type of illness. Not sure what it was, but hopefully it's something he can – Hopefully he, was, hopefully he was something he was getting over already. They decided to rest him, and tomorrow he'll be ready to go. So what – I mean, they're not playing with Joy B, but your boy Tyrese Maxey been getting it in, really. He was all-star. Uh, let me ask you this. Since we're talking about the matchups in the game. When they both at their best, is Tyrese Maxey better than Darius Garland? 
Ooh, if that's I'm, a tough one. That's that's a good question because it's like, all right. In order to answer that question, you got to take your biases out of it, right? You got to be like, all right, I'm not a Cavs fan. I'm not a Philly fan, right? <laughs> and it's unfortunate because it's like, in face value, you want to say Darius Garland. The problem is, I think Tyrese Maxey pits more fear in defenders than Darius Garland, which is why I'm like, yeah, I think it's Tyrese Maxey. I think, because uh, it's a point you made actually before we hit the break, where... You couldn't have said it any better. Like you, you said, like Darius Garland is a good player, but teams are willing to die by Darius Garland beating them, right? And my brother, my older brother, was saying it all the time, like if you, I mean, if you're, it's certain players in the league, it's certain players on teams where you're willing to lose by them because you know how hard they had to have worked to do that, right? Darius Garland is one of those type of players, right? Because he's not like if he if he beat you you know for sure he had to have a S-tier game, an out-of-body game for that to have happened, right? Now, Don, on the on the other story, Don is a player where he's going to pit his force, his imprint on the game. This is different. His impact is different. Um, and that's where you got to go back to Tyrese Maxey because I've, I've gotten the opportunity to watch him um, pretty often. And Tyrese Maxey... Um, Honestly, I don't even think he gets enough credit for what he really does for his team. Because Tyrese Maxey, he makes his statement, right? Like, now that they don't have James Harden, like, you kind of see the level of growth Tyrese Maxey has had for the Philadelphia 76, and especially if he got Joel Embiid. Like, Tyrese Maxey draws attention. He makes Tobias – like, Tobias Harris is a good player, but he makes it easier for Tobias Harris. Like, he makes it easier for the players on his team to be successful. Um, Darius Garland is a good player. Darius Garland is a great passer. He's a good playmaker, and he is a good score. He's a good offensive player. It's just it's tears to it, right? Like when you look at Darius Garland, like Darius Garland is not the same score as a Kevin Durant. He's not the same score as a Shea. He's not the same score as I don't know, like a uh, Jalen Brown. He's just not, but. Darius Garland, that's probably his next totem pole. But as of right now, I think Tyrese Maxey is probably he is the better player. But how you feel about it, Uncle Tay? Like you think, uh, you you like you think that's a little bit construed? You think like because like I can understand some Cleveland fans like you know Darius Garland has a different type of uh, uh title and task he has on the Cavs, and maybe that could adjust, but. Even, like, I don't know, I just don't feel like, because even when Darius Garland was really the face of our team, Darius Garland wasn't just taking over games like that. Not like not like Tyrese Maxey, not like a Don, not like a Shea, not like a Luka, not like a Jalen Brown or Tatum or one of those players. Jalen Brunson. Yeah, I mean, think, I think all those guards you just named are lead guards. Capable of playing the one, but can score like a two. Darius Garland is a, is a traditional point guard. Keep in mind, and I think all those guys you named are better at scoring. But all those guys you named, Darius Garland is the best pure uh, one, true point guard, distributor of the ball, of the basketball. You know, he gets assists easier. He runs the team like an old school guy that's capable of shooting, capable of scoring. But that's not what you're going to call him on him to do. 
And we need him to really transition more into that aspect of his role on this Cavaliers team because Donovan Mitchell's the scorer. Donovan Mitchell's the two guard. And we're starting to finally, over the last, uh, I don't know, two months of the season, have been starting to go down low to Jared Allen taking advantage of our bigs. We still want Evan Mobley's growth. So I think on the Cavs team, Darius Garland should at best be the three. Far scoring goes, capable of will light you up if you doubling down on the bigs or, or, or sending too much help over to Donovan. He will light you up. And we need that. We need that ability and that threat. But I think ideally we want the second guy on any night can be Jared Allen or Evan Mobley or maybe Karis LeVert off the bench. But Garland not so much looking for his, but we'll let you have the business when you when you cheating on somebody else on his team. What do you think? I agree. <laughs> like, because it's like, uh, like, and I was going to also bring up a point too, like what you uh, said too with the, uh, when you said Evan Mobley, because I seen on Twitter as I was watching the game, someone said um, Evan Mobley is going to be the face of the team, or he's going to be the franchise player. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to happen as long as we got Donovan Mitchell, but in theory, and you said just because you said yeah, Darius Garland is probably his third leading scorer, but if let's say hypothetically Evan Mobley were to take that next set, which I think is going to happen sooner rather than later. Maybe Darius Garland wouldn't have to necessarily be that guy because I, I think right now this might not be the highest level of Darius Garland we're going to see, but I think it's pretty close to what we're going to see of Darius Garland, right? And I do think Don MVP, like you said, MVP, but I, I think it's going to end up having to be or it's going to be Evan Mobley. I think it's going to be like a Don, a Don Mobley. DG type of thing with DG almost being like a <laughs> DG almost being like a Mike Conley. Right. And then Evan Mobley is probably going to be, I can't think of like somebody outside right now, but like, I I do think it's going to end up being like Don Evan Mobley one, two. Evan, Evan Mobley. I mean, if Darius Garland gives us on average, what he did tonight, 18 and 10. Perfect. That's mm -hmm. what we need you at DG. Making about three threes a game, shooting about 37 to 40 percent from three. But that 18 and 10 is perfect, man. And if we need you to, to turn on a little more in the fourth quarter and you get around 24, that's great. Evan Mobley, you can't nail down his game with any one thing. I like to minus mentality, gameplay, game style. Evan Mobley got to play like Kevin Garnett. You know, that defensive stalwart will 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 switch, will man you up, whoever you are, one through five. Be the anchor to Jared, Jared, Jared Allen's the anchor to defense, but Evan Mobley's that eraser, that free safety. He's gonna get you more block shots. He's a better switcher in space than Jared Allen. Offensively, he's gonna get you about 16 to 18. You know, develop that nice little mid-range game. You remember KG at, at, at his peak? Hmm. K, KG was my all-time favorite players, man. But he <laughs> would he would hit that little that little turnaround. He would face you up, 
you know, offensive rebound, putbacks, you know, that kind of thing. Evan Mobley has to be that guy, but he don't have that same tough mentality KG has. So we're not going to count on him for that part of it. But another 18 and 10 from him, too. If Garland and Mobley both averaging 18 and 10, I think you see the Cavs at their best. I agree. I agree. And the only, the only thing I would push back on, I d- even though we agree, Evan Mobley's not going to have the Kevin Garnett mentality. That's not his personality. Right. But, but, I, who, but, but, but who does, but Riley? In today's game, who does? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> like, it's very, it's very rare. Like, that's a rare thing to see. Like, that's what I'm saying. But I do think, not saying Don has KG mentality, but I do think, I do think Don has that dog mentality when he's locked in. Like when hey, he's man. really just like, Hey, Hey man, I've been telling people this. You heard of the eye of the tiger, right? <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. that's what, that's from an old, old Rocky three movie reference. I don't know if you ever saw with Mr. T. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course. Come on, man. Don't, don't act like you ain't a little fella, man. That movie from 1982, I, man. So you can, you can go on Netflix and watch the whole thing. It's a classic. Okay. You're right. <laughs> but so you remember that movie, the eye of the tiger? Yeah, Don Spider Mitchell right now, he got exactly. the eye of the, he got the eye of the Mamba man, eye of the Mamba, Black Mamba. Oh, I'll be watching games, man. He be going to catch like Kobe used to, man. So you so, think you know, he... He, he 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 ain't finna try and you know get no trash talking match with nobody or cuss nobody out or be the team's tough guy like KG, but on that court, he, he going it. at you like the Black Mamba though. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, if Don, like, if Don, especially because last year playoff, I think Don tried to, like, he tried to play a little passive just to get his team involved. But this year, like, if I'm JB, I'm telling Don, hey, I understand you, you try to get your, you try to get the homies involved. You try to get the boys involved. This was their first playoff. You trying to show them the ropes. But Don, I'm going to be honest with you. I need you to get that ball and I need you to just lock in. Right. <laughs> if you give Evan Mobley and Darius Garland the rock, you know, I will live with it. But out of 20 possessions, I want you to take 16 of them. You have to. Like, you, like, we respect your decision. You've shown us that we need to respect your decision. And even if you shoot the 16 out of the 20, those next four is going to be so much easier for Evan Mobley to take control or a Darius Garland take control in the playoffs. Like, and that's why I, I don't think Evan Mobley needs to have it, but I do think Evan Mobley to a lot of people's credit, he, he does have to play a little bit more aggressive for sure. But and he has think, been since he's been back from injury. Yeah. But in the playoff, that's where I kind of want to see if it stays. Oh, yeah. You're right. That's what I'm like. You're right. The playoffs tell everything, man. I mean, he has to consciously know and think to himself, I have to be more aggressive. The playoffs is going to tell us about your boy Ice. Because they, <laughs> they defense mm-hmm. is still going to play off Ice and make him prove he can make the shot in the playoffs. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we it's different things because the Cavaliers aren't playoff tested. I mean, now Struce is and Niang is, two guys we brought in. I expect big trunk contributions from them. I'm going to be glad to have your boy old man TT back in the mix coming up in a <laughs> in a few more games. I don't know exactly how many it is, but it's coming up. You know, so yeah, so I like where the Cavs are at, man. But we're going to jump off here real quick here. Another word from our partners. 
take a quick break and come back and wrap this thing up. So we'll be right back after these few words. And we're back to wrap up this episode of the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Again, your boy Tate, Uncle Tate, the homie Relly Hall, nephew Relly, in this building still. And we've talked about this game tonight, the comeback game from the All-Star break for the Cavs against the Orlando Magic, a 116-109 loss. But Relly and I both are on the positive side of things right now. We know we can't truly assess the Cavs without Donovan Mitchell. They played strong tonight. Defense not as good as it has been, giving up 116 points. Uh, but overall, please, in less than, man, 24 hours, this time tomorrow, man, if we can get to it, we might do the, be, be doing a post game about the 76ers game, man. So let's go ahead and wrap it up and tell me what you're looking for tomorrow night, Rally, in the game against the Philadelphia 76ers. So what I'm going to – Look forward to tomorrow is to see now that we've we've lost to the Magics, that rust is gone, right? I want to see an aggressive, an even more aggressive Darius Garland. Um, I want to see an even more aggressive Evan Mobley, and I want to see how our bench kind of responds now, right? Um, because I kind of fear that Dom might not play against the Philadelphia 76ers tomorrow. I think they might give him one more game just to kind of relax a little bit. But even if Don do play. I do think this should be a statement game, no matter what. I do think everybody should almost be saying, hey, um, I we are the second seed in the Eastern Conference. Like, going forward, we should be seeing our Cavs basically telling the East, we deserve this, this seed here. And, like, we are them. Like, we are going – obviously, like you said, Boston got that locked. They earned it. They got it. But for everybody else, literally, this is your testament. This is your statement gains throughout here on out because you got to still prove the Knicks that you are deserving of it. You got to prove everybody else down in the East that's at Milwaukee, all of them, because they don't think y'all deserve this spot. They don't. They want that spot, and they're coming for you, and they're going to try to make a statement on you guys. So right now, Don is, if he plays, I do think he's going to be super aggressive because he wants to prove that, hey, Y'all are finessing me on this MVP, at least not making me a candidate. Darius Garland need to be showing that, you know, I am him because he was facing a lot of trade rumors or speculations of trade rumors, apparently. And the bench, like I said, the bench has got to play a little better. You know, um, this is an anomaly game. I'm not worried about it. But tomorrow against Philly, I do expect Darius Garland to be smacking. (laughs) I expect Evan Mobley to probably have a 20-plus point uh, game. And I think the bench is going to probably – they're going to do probably two times better than what they did against the Magic. But I think, yeah, Philly is going to be a statement game. It's going to be at least two 20-point per game – or 20-plus per game scores in Philly for sure. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with everything you said. I think DG has to take this as a – as a matchup game, a game against Philly, but you matching up against Ty Maxey. We both just question, is he better than Ty Maxey? 
Tomorrow, I need you to go into Philly, lead your team on the road. Last time they played, uh, the Cavs won, but uh, Kyle Lowry had not played. I think Kyle Lowry, after the All-Star break, will be uh, playing in full this week. I think our bigs, Mobley and Allen, with no joy on bead, have to kind of take over the paint. And, and I hope Dom is playing. I do see there's a way for them to win without Donovan, but let's get Spider back, man. And let's let's go <laughs> ahead and uh, you know, let's let's get the spider with the with the eye of the black mamba back. Let me say that. And let's <laughs> and let's go ahead and take this game, man. So you know, if there's anything else, Rally, go ahead, plug everything you got going on, man. Everybody listening to us, whether you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, wherever you get your audio podcast and listen to us, rock with us on That's Rather Cavaliers Fan First Sports Network, uh, Cleveland Cavalier Podcast. Like I said, we, we're going to be coming at you hard and heavy. Might not be long, but they're going to be, you know, Short, quick power blows as these as the season winds down and these playoff time and matchups start to ramp up. We will be here with all the content you need. Rally, man, go ahead and plug everything you got going on yourself, man. I'm gonna say all I got to plug in is that, of course, y'all know my my YouTube channel is really really hall. If you want to show some love, I love it. But most importantly, we gotta make sure we gotta make sure for all the listeners that y'all are sharing this podcast right here because Uncle Tate couldn't have said it any better, right? We everywhere. Pandora got podcasts, iHeartRadio got podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you can spell podcasts and it got something in front of it, we're there. But what I need you to do, that share button, that share button is lonely. I need you to share it to three friends. Matter of fact, forget the three. I need you to share it to anybody on your contact because they need some good Cavaliers content, don't they? And we're the guys, that's rather Cavalier. So when you do that, go ahead, show us some love because we are going to have amazing content. Always got amazing content. Chill out with the OGs. Chill out with young nephew. You know, Uncle Tate, we're here. But show some loves of that's rather Cavaliers. That's all I got for you, Uncle Tate. Hey, thanks, man. And shout out to the homie Big G. Couldn't make the night. Had some Wi-Fi problems. Hopefully we get on back tomorrow. Until then, until next time. Let's go Cavs, let's go Cavs, let's go Cavs.